now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Tim Donnelly Show continuing here on the talk of the New River Valley. 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM. It's the WRAD Radio Network, live from the Makadu studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker Team Hotline. That's 540-639-4900. Before we go ahead with our top five, and I think we have a pretty good one, uh, we want to make sure you're covered. Uh, make sure that any conversation that pops up in the sports world, you have a talking point or two to jump in to the conversation and be part of the gang. We call it Gotcha Covered. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. So the Dallas Cowboys finally went ahead and named their next head coach and Mike McCarthy, the former head man for the Green Bay Packers. While everyone else might want to talk about with, oh, it's such a great hire. He's won a Super Bowl. What you want to say when you're in your conversations at the water cooler is flat out that the Cowboys somehow bungled the hiring process more so than they bungled the firing process of Jason Garrett. It is an absolute embarrassment. Does Jerry Jones not realize that time is appropriately ticking for him he doesn't have a ton of time here so why go get a guy who might win you one Super Bowl over the next 12 years one Super Bowl over the next 10 years like he did in Green Bay go get someone that might be dynamic enough to win right now whether that was Lincoln Riley Matt Rule Urban Meyer whether it was someone with a little bit more pizzazz or not you had to at least interview him they interviewed two guys Marvin Lewis and Mike McCarthy and I would have been saying the same thing about both that leaves the Panthers, Giants, and Browns as the only teams, the only teams, excuse me, still looking for coaches. They're not even shopping in the same aisles. Panthers need someone that can win right now because David Tepper is going to be asking the city for money. Giants need someone that can develop quarterbacks because Daniel Jones is going to need a lot of it. And the Browns need Phil Jackson. They need someone to deal with egos out there that can make Rodman and Jordan and Pippen and Baker and OBJ and Jarvis and Chubb, all these guys get along. Also, Tua going pro, not coming back to Alabama. Uh, The most obvious news of the day. But when everyone else is talking about, oh, Tua, where's he going to go? What you need to be talking about is what type of team is he going to go? Not where in the draft, but what type of team? There's two that want Tua. One, a team that has an old school, old quarterback who they want to give one more year to think the Chargers with Rivers think maybe even the Steelers with Roethlisberger or a team going for the super tank the super tankers if you will the deluxe tankers if you will the teams that are willing to completely punt on the upcoming year not play him so they can continue to stink and then they'll draft a number one wide receiver a number one left tackle a pass rusher so Tua and him can be rookies in the same year the following year consider it sixers level tanking draft and bead don't play until the next year get two draft picks out of it in the nba gobert fouled ingram at the end of the game ingram for the pelicans driving against the jazz to tie it force overtime gets fouled they review it they still say it's a no call there is something about new orleans that refuses to let end-of-game situations, foul calls, end-of-game situations with reviews, replays go their way. The Jazz walk away with the win even though they shouldn't. Luka, 38-11-10. and 10. 
I mean, I, everyone's going to be talking about Luka. I just want to make sure you're informed. The guy is that darn good. They beat the Bulls. He's now making darn near 40-point triple-doubles look civilian, look pedestrian, look like that's what we should just expect from Luka from now on. There's Giannis and there's Luka. They're two foreign-born players that are absolutely killing it in the NBA, and I think they got next. Louisiana beat Miami of Ohio in the Lending Tree Bowl last night, last bowl outside of the national championship game. 27-17 the final score. That game means almost nothing. But what it does tell you is the state of Louisiana is now undefeated in bowl games, and there's one left to play. LSU taking on Clemson. I feel like it's been... Uh, a, a month since either of those teams last played, and we still have to wait all the way until next Monday to see them play against each other. It's a Super Bowl-level break, 16 days between. Which team will it benefit? The team that played Ohio State and really got banged up, or LSU, and a team that hasn't really played a competitive game in a very long time? It'll be interesting to find out. And finally, in gotcha covered, a little bit of hokey news. Deshaun McLeese, fifth-year senior this past year, running back for the Virginia Tech Hokies, has announced he will forego his sixth year, which he would have been granted due to injury, uh, to, to go ahead and go pro. And it's, it's a decision that he had to make. If he has dreams of playing at the next level, there isn't much of a market for running backs that have an insane amount of tread uh, taken off their tires in a six-year career. So Deshaun McLeese is on his way out of Virginia Tech and into the NFL draft. Luckily for the Hokies, they've been planning for this. Khalil Herbert, graduate transfer coming in. Marco Lee, junior college transfer coming in. Keyshawn King, uh, a player that was given reps this past year, still around. And there are a few others, uh, namely some true freshmen, that are going to be mixed into that, that rotation as well. So Deshaun McLeese, see ya. Hokies doing just fine. That is got you covered here on the Tim Donnelly Show. Now it's time to get you covered in a different way. Uh, it is not 5 o'clock, but we still like doing a top five list every Tuesday, part of Top Tuesday, so let's jump into the top five. It's Top Tuesdays with Tim Donnelly. You ready to play ball? Let's go! Here is your top five at five. Right. So top five, we're looking at top five questions heading into the national championship game. We should have plenty of time to think about this game, plenty of time to, to dissect this game, plenty of time to figure out what will decide this game. So I have five questions here heading into the national championship that will at least partially be answered, uh, at least partially be answered when the game gets played next Monday. Of course, it is Clemson. Of course, it is LSU. I do believe they are the two best teams in the country. I believe this makes sense. Number five. Dabo or Kocha? Dabo Sweeney and his all oh, shucks, everybody's not liking us attitude, or Kocho and his go Tigers. Go Tigers. Gumbo. Two of the biggest characters in the sport, uh, two of the, uh, the coaches that, that kind of everyone has an opinion on, love or hate each of them. Um, it, I like it when you get to throw all that stuff aside, right? Who cares how many times... Uh, the, how many times Coach O goes to a restaurant, orders the crawfish, and they say, sorry, we don't have crawfish, and he goes, I got a guy. He'll deliver crawfish, which he did on Joe Burrow's recruiting visit. They were at a restaurant. He asked Joe Burrow if he liked crawfish. Joe said yes, and the restaurant wasn't serving crawfish. 
Coach O made a few calls, and suddenly they had a big old drum of crawfish on their table. What? Right, Dabo Sweeney. Right after a national championship win, he has his players on on the 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 podium talking about uh, mimicking death row records. If you don't want a coach dancing all up in the locker room, I like when you can throw all of that stuff aside and say which team is better, which coach is going to have their team more prepared. That's what we're going to learn in the national championship game. Number four question about the national championship game. How big of an experience advantage does Clemson have? LSU, when they played against uh, Oklahoma in their first semifinal game, was the first semifinal game for most of the LSU team. Clemson does it every year. This is the first national championship game in the college football playoff system for LSU. Clemson does it every year. Joe Burrow is a 23-year-old fifth-year senior that has played at both Ohio State and LSU, and Trevor Lawrence is the more experienced in national championship, and he is a sophomore, true sophomore. How much does Clemson get to look across at LSU and go, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into? Meanwhile, Clemson does know. Right, Clemson's saying, we played, L- or, we played Alabama in the same game last year. You watched us. How much of an advantage is that? Number three, question about the national championship game. How much does LSU playing the national championship game in Louisiana matter? I actually think these two cancel out. Everyone's making a huge deal about LSU playing an hour away in New Orleans, and it's going to be like a home game, and there's going to be Mardi Gras beads, and everyone's going to be going, Go Tigers! And, and, and they're going to be saying go Tigers, not because of the Clemson Tigers, because of the LSU Tigers. Um, I think that's negated by the experience. I think LSU might actually get a little too amped up early in the game. Clemson knows not to. I think those two questions, number four and number three, will cancel each other. How much of an advantage does LSU have by playing in Louisiana? How much of an advantage does Clemson have by being uh, more experienced in national championship games? I think those two even out. Number two. This is a philosophical question. Who does the 16-day break benefit more? LSU played a blowout game against Oklahoma and had 16 days off. Does their ego inflate? Does their head get a little big? Were they not warmed up enough, right? Were they not in competitive juices enough in the semifinal, and then you sit them down for 16 days? What's that effect? And then the other side, Clemson, Did they get the benefit because uh, they needed to rest up after Ohio State or all that momentum that they earned against Ohio State, did that absolutely burn up in the 16 days? It's a fascinating question. Who does the break benefit more? We'll find out next Monday. And finally, number one question heading into the national championship game. Burrow or Lawrence? Joe or Trevor? Long, luscious, blonde locks versus the Heisman Trophy winner. Sophomore versus redshirt senior. Probable number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft versus too young to even be eligible for the upcoming NFL draft. 
I think it's going to be a fantastic quarterback versus quarterback matchup, which is ironic because quarterbacks are never on the field at the same time. Let's take a break. When we come back, speaking of Lawrence and Burrow, there's another quarterback making waves. His name is Tua Tungovailoa, and he's going to the NFL. Smart decision? I'd say yes. Where is he going to go? That's the next question. Tim Donnelly Show after this. Hokie fans start jumping. More of the Tim Donnelly Show is next on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 1017-1035-1460 AM every weekday, 6 to 9, right here on your dial. Thank you for joining us. Guests and callers, join us on the Baker Team Hotline, 540-639-4900, and we are live inside the Mockadoos studio. Uh, So Tua yesterday announced his decision to go pro, enter the NFL draft. Not surprising. I think it's the right decision. Get your money, young man. Don't risk injury unless they're willing to pay you large amounts of money to to have you risk that injury. That's my advice to you. Now the question becomes, right, you you never have all of the questions answered. Now the question becomes, um, who takes him? Who is the team that takes a chance on Tua next? And the reason I say that is because uh, there's, there's, there's essentially two forms of team, two templates of a team that should be interested in Tua Tungovailoa in the first round this year. One is a team with an old quarterback that they want to give one last rodeo to. Teams like the Chargers with Phillip Rivers, they might want to give him one more year. Teams like the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger, they may, may want to see if he's okay for one more year. Patriots with Tom Brady, maybe it makes sense for those two to reconcile on a one-year deal to have him remain in New England. Uh, the Saints with Drew Brees. Once you hit 40, years hit a bit harder, and we know where Drew Brees stands. Chargers, Steelers, Patriots, Saints. I think that is one of the templates that could draft Tua and not pressure him into playing earlier than he's ready because of the injury. That's one group. And it, and it might not fly with some of those older quarterbacks. right? I don't think Tom Brady would welcome having his replacement on the team. I think he might be upset about that. Especially, you know, since he's been on such a long run. He may feel like he doesn't deserve to have his replacement in the building. Maybe. Then you also, I remember that one, like that one hashtag thanking for Tua. So you know he could end up going somewhere like the Dolphins or something. That's the 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 other team, and they're on this next list. It is the Super Tankers. They're teams that don't mind tanking again this upcoming year, because Tua is not going to be ready. Right, Tua's. Hip injury is serious enough that at least at the beginning of the year, he's not going to be ready. And I wouldn't want to put a quarterback that didn't have an offseason, a preseason, and, and, and some regular uh, practices to get ready into the game. So I'm essentially saying that a team should not play Tua his rookie season. His first year, he should not play. So it's either going to be someone that has a plan at quarterback that expires the older guys, right? They know that their plan at quarterback expires after this year or a team that doesn't mind doing what I'm calling the super tank, the deluxe tank, which is recognizing we are going to draft Tua, we are not going to play him, and we are going to stink for another full year to get another top three pick that will then be able to help Tua once he's healthy 
the following year. So imagine if you're a team like the Bengals, Dolphins, Raiders, Bucks, maybe even a team like the Colts who are looking at their their team and saying, "You know what? We don't have we don't have a quarterback and we don't have a left tackle. We don't have a quarterback and we don't have a number 1 wide receiver. We don't have a quarterback and we don't have a number 1 pass rusher. Why don't we take Tua and plan on having our quarterback situation taken care of not this year but next?" Lose aggressively this year, which is always fun, right? Losing aggressively. Lose aggressively this year. And then draft that other big glaring need that we have at the top of the next draft. Which for the Bengals might even mean building up some draft capital this year. Trading out of the number one spot, expecting Tua to be there further down in the first round allowing someone else to go get Joe Burrow or allowing someone to leapfrog the Redskins to get Chase Young, getting a a haul for the pick and then getting Tua and, and making your plan a more distant into the future plan. Now, you'd be asking a lot of your fan base to go deluxe tank. Back-to-back tank years is never fun, but it's something that they should consider. Right? It's a good strategic play, even if it rubs you the wrong way. You know what I mean? So Bengals, Dolphins, Raiders, Bucks, I think are all in the mix for Tua, knowing that the next year might stink. And the Raiders might be less inclined to do that because their next year is the first one in Las Vegas. And I'm not sure they want to try to you know fill seats in a stadium for the first time while actively trying to lose. So, so there's, there's a, a difficulty hump to get over there. Um, so it might be Bengals, Dolphins, Bucks, Chargers, Steelers, maybe Patriots would be the three teams that I think you should really look for for Tua. Bengals, Dolphins, Bucks, Chargers, Steelers would be the the five most. Imagine if you're the Steelers, you let Ben Roethlisberger say goodbye to the fans, get a full season as a starter, and then you follow that up by bringing in Tua Tungo Vailoa, fully healthy the following year. I don't hate that. I don't hate that one bit. Let him grow old with Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't hate that one bit. Imagine if you are the the Bengals. Trade down, get some top picks, get some assets. Maybe even angle for those to be next year. Trade for, you know, trade down for a couple of firsts and a couple of seconds in next year's draft. Love it. Love it and a half. Get Tua, get help. Take a break. Tim Donnelly show after the news. We'll be back and we will be talking a little NFL head coaching carousel. Who's going where and what should they be looking for next? Snow still coming down here in the NRV. Started up about an hour and a half ago, maybe. Uh, and, and it's still coming down outside. Flurries have gotten a bit bigger, which I believe means the temperature is rising a bit. Um, but I'm not a licensed meteorologist any more than Lobro. So uh, just drive safe if you're out there. Don't travel if you don't have to. If you do have a job, you can work from home. Go ahead and work from home. Um, also, if you do happen to, this is a good day to do this, this, uh, this conversation. 
If you do happen to get caught on a patch of ice, uh, someone else is driving like a jerk around you, bumps into you, maybe you slide around, you weren't thinking, you didn't have the four-wheel drive on, you were trying to get out of the, the, the parking lot and you didn't realize there was a sheet of ice there, collision plus. Collision plus, collision plus, collision plus. Hopefully you've taken down the number from, from me telling you prior to, so you're already ready to go. But if you have not, the number is 540-953-3910. 540-953-3910. I don't know what the forecast is, but I do forecast some dents and dings being a result of this weather. Uh, whether it be a grocery cart ding to a full-on auto collision repair or just a slip and slide on the ice that ends with a uh, a bumper being bumped around. Uh, Collision Plus can get you back on the road again. Auto body repair, auto paint refinishing, vehicle pin striping, frame and unibody straightening, collision wheel alignments, temporary repairs, vehicle towing, and enterprise car rental. All available at two convenient locations, 1 330 Ferguson Drive in Blacksburg. That means one of the locations, not 1 330. The first location is 330 Ferguson Drive in Blacksburg. The second location is 300 Industrial Drive in Christiansburg. Once again, the phone number 540-953-3910. That's 540-953-3910 for Collision Plus in Blacksburg and Christiansburg. Now, with the Cowboys hiring Mike McCarthy and the Redskins already hiring Ron Rivera, two of the retreads that are going around in the NFL, guys that have been longtime head coaches elsewhere that are now head coaches uh, in a new location, uh, there are three openings remaining, the Giants, the Panthers, the Browns. Now, if there is some form of logic between Jerry Jones only interviewing two head coaching candidates and hiring one quickly is they didn't allow that same prospect, that same prospective head coach to go interview elsewhere and perhaps take another job, right? They, they grabbed first which sometimes is a good move, sometimes is a bad move. You know I'm a big fan of Survivor, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they used to, in the early seasons, when it was more about actual surviving and less about the so- social game, they used to do the food auction where they would bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, pizza, nachos, and they'd give everyone $100, and you would bid on food, right? Hmm. It was an auction. They, they'd say nachos, and would go $100, and they'd get it. Right, And sometimes that was the right move. Some years, the first thing they showed was the by far the best food they'd get. Right, And the person that leapt at it right away and went, I'll give you $100, uh, came away victorious. Right, The best food. What would be like the worst? Oh, Sometimes they'd do them covered up. They'd be like, it could be anything. And, oh. and it would be like beetles or something. I like remember that. this. Yes. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember this. Now. So, so, uh, so that would be going on. But then sometimes you'd, they'd be like a pizza. Someone would be like, all my money. And they'd be like, all right, here you get a pizza. Then they'd open the next one. And it'd be like two pizzas or it'd be like pizza and a steak. And it'd be like, ah, right. So, so the, the Cowboys basically jumped at the first option, right? They said Mike McCarthy and they went, all my money to make sure that no one else got Mike McCarthy. Now, we have yet to see if the next person that is brought to the table is going to be better than Mike McCarthy. It could be Beatles, or it could be filet mignon and mashed potatoes. Low bro, you haven't eaten in a month. You've been living on a, on a beach somewhere. What is the one food 
that as soon as it is revealed, you are giving all of your money? Anything Chinese food. I need more specific. Uh, teriyaki chicken and broccoli with some fried rice on the side and an egg roll. <laughs> that's that's and in case you're wondering, that's what I order from right, Chinese restaurants. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, so so Mike McCarthy was the first; he was off the board. So I guess there's some logic that that might be the best available, but they didn't give themselves a chance to check out what else was on the table. Uh, the Giants, Panthers, and Browns are hoping that something great has slipped through the cracks. Also, what's your first option? You haven't eaten in a month. Loaded French fries. Sweet. So we're both getting some like fattening. Oh, it is not healthy at all. I'm talking French fries, cheese, bacon, chives, sour cream, uh, maybe salsas. uh, Like I like just everything on there. I like it. Some type of seasoning, maybe an Old Bay. Mm. (laughs) My mouth's watering. Um, uh, so, so the Giants, Panthers, and Browns are still looking. But the interesting part is I think now they can take their time because they're not even shopping in the same aisle, right? They're barely shopping in the same store. They're obviously all looking for head NFL coaches, but I think they're looking for head NFL coaches with very different skill sets, right? If you're the Giants, I think you need to take someone with an offensive mind, whether that be Matt Rule, whether that be Lincoln Riley, right? I think you need someone that knows the quarterback position intimately because you need someone that can make Daniel Jones feel comfortable and have success. Everyone in the New York Giants building should make their decisions with one thing in mind. I've said this about the Redskins and Dwayne Haskins. Uh, It's the same thing for the Giants and Daniel Jones. Every decision should be, does this help or hurt Daniel Jones? Every single decision. That's what the that's the aisle the Giants are looking in. They walk in the grocery store and someone says, "Can I help you?" If you're anything like me, you say, "No, thank you. I know exactly where it is." And then you go wander the store for 20 minutes trying to figure out where it is. Basically. Um, uh, but but if 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 you're feeling like you're in a rush and you need help, you walk in. They say, "Can I help you?" They're saying, "Where is um like a head coach, but a head coach with with an offensive mind to help a young quarterback?" And they're going, "Perfect. Aisle two. The Panthers are looking for win now. It's not about developing your quarterback, right? It's Cam Newton. It's not about long-term, maybe changing the culture like it was for the Redskins. It's about winning right now. Uh, Dave Tepper, the owner of the, the Carolina Panthers, is going to be asking the city of Charlotte for money, right? He's bringing in an MLS team. He got $115 million for it from the city. He's going to be asking for stadium money. I know that he wants to bring a Major League Baseball franchise to Charlotte. He is going to be asking for money from the city. And you never want to be asking for money when your team is losing. You want to be asking for money when the public is embracing you, when the buzz is high, when everyone loves you. That's when you want to be asking for money. Right? If if a... a music artist has to go ask the label for more money up front. You want to go ask when you have the number one song on the pop charts, right? You don't want to go ask when you're the 37th most streamed artist of the month. You want to go ask when you have some clout. So Caroline is going to be asking for some money. So they need someone to come in here and give them clout. So they're walking into the grocery store and they're going, uh, someone's like, Hey, what do you need? They're not saying like, Oh, take me to the frozen food section. There's like, where's some food that I can eat on the way out. Where's your, your ready-made 
NFL head coaches. And then you go to the little section you know, I'm talking about under the heat lamp. Yeah, and they're usually like they've been sitting there a while. So, but but it's ready best. now, right? You don't have to go home and cook it. That's not necessarily the best option. Not the, I mean, it, uh, for the long term, like you know, the 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 chicken wings in there aren't as good as the chicken wings that if you went and bought them in the frozen food section, seasoned them at your house, marinated them overnight, put them in the, the oven, and took it, it wouldn't be as good. But you can eat them on the drive home. You're starving. You need it now. And then the Browns, they're looking for Phil Jackson. They're looking for the legendary coach of the Chicago Bulls and L.A. Lakers. Now, I know Phil Jackson gets credit for the the uh, the, the triangle offense, even though that was Tex Winter. Uh, I understand he gets credit as, as a, a scheming coach. I'm not sure that was even his lane. His lane was getting egomaniacs to play together. His game was getting different personalities, loud, boisterous, aggressive alpha males to play together. That's what his lane was. That was his legacy. He could take Dennis Rodman, who was a lunatic. He could take Michael Jordan, who was a lunatic, a competitive lunatic, but a lunatic. Scottie Pippen, who felt like second banana. Ron Harper, Steve Kerr, who once punched Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan in the face. And he could make them all play together nicely. That's what the Browns need. And he did the same thing with Kobe and Shaq, and he did the same thing with Kobe and Lamar and Powell. He, he did the same thing multiple times in his career. The Browns need Phil Jackson. Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, they're David Njoku, Baker Mayfield. They're a good enough team that, that they'll be able to put things together if they just got along. They'll be able to score points if they just are drama-free. So the Browns are walking into the grocery store and saying, where is your no-fuss, no-muss, no-hassle food? That's what I'm looking for. I want the stuff with the instructions on the box. Easy. No frills. I don't, I don't need cooks in the kitchen. The Browns are looking for Phil Jackson. That's what they're looking for. Let's see what they get. Um, before we, we take off for this break, uh, it's cold outside. It's snowing outside. You know what I like to do on a cold, snowy day? Get together with some friends, grab a Dos Equis, tell some stories around a campfire or a, a fire in the fireplace, maybe not outside. And I always stretch the truth a little on my stories to keep it interesante. You should as well. Because after all, we all know Dos Equis is the only Dos Equis is the only beer to inspire the very first two-point conversion. The only beer whose shade of green is the exact same shade as football turf. The on- That's the bottle, by the way. The only beer that inspired Ben Franklin to tear down a goalpost. So I say this wholeheartedly. When it's cold outside, grab yourself a Dos Equis, keep it interesante, and always drink responsibly. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I have to sing. We have picks. We'll round out the show, the Tim Donnelly Show, back next. Don't rush off. The Tim Donnelly Show will be right back on WRAD. Welcome back into the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD. 101-7, 103-5, 1460 AM. It's time for me to make good on my debts. 
like a Lannister, I always pay my debts. Um, and and you know what? I do. You know what I just realized. I, I say that Lannister line all the time. Um, I only watched the first one season and two episodes of Game of Thrones, so there's a possibility that like in the last four seasons, they completely go back on that word and they like never pay their debts. I have no idea how that season ends or how thought, that show ends. I just thought it was like a generic kind of like I always pay my debts. Lannister, my debts. Uh, Lannister always pays their debts is like a part of the first season of uh, Game of Thrones. But I couldn't bring myself to watch more than two episodes into the second season. So uh, I, so I they, they might have completely gone back on that. So a Lannister, like a Lannister in season one, I always pay my debts. I guess I can say more confidently. Uh, so I lost yesterday in the bowl matchup. Uh, Miami of Ohio did me dirty, lost to Louisiana. Um, and, and because of that, Lobro got to assign me a song. What did you choose? Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Now explain to me what went into this decision-making process. <laughs> so I brought some food in today because I was going to try to stop eating out. Went to the fridge, put the fri- put the food in the fridge. Fridge is in a studio down the hall. Heard Taylor Swift shake it off on, on a station down the hall, and I was like, hey, I'm going to have Tim sing that today. I wonder if Louisiana won. And lo and behold, they won. Just completely random. Basically no thought. All right. Well, here you go. It is Shake It Off by Taylor Swift as sung by me. And I'm just going to start it from the top. I can say I'm too late. Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. I'm on too many dates. But I can't make them stay. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yep, I like it. <laughs> I thought the I thought the chorus was closer to the front. Yeah. I don't know that song too. Well. I'm a little disappointed you didn't get to the chorus, but you did your ten. Well, seconds. there's there's a whole nother <laughs> verse here. Wow. Something about cruising. Something about moving. Something well, about can't stop, won't stop moving. And then like the that. player's gonna play, 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 play. <laughs> Let's just say, 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 say that I am happy to be done, done, done with that non-non-nonsense. Um, let's go ahead and, and jump into picks. Um, are you feeling froggy? Of course. College basketball, number 11, Ohio, number 11, Ohio State, at number 12, Maryland tonight. Um, 11 versus 12. Top 15 matchup in conference in the Big Ten. Uh, give me Ohio State. You but, want Ohio State? All right. Because they are one number higher. They are. Uh, Maryland's at home, so I thought that was pretty even. Oh, yeah. Uh, number four, Baylor at number 22, Texas Tech. I'm going to go ahead and take Texas Tech for the upset. I think Texas Tech is a good team. Baylor's a little overrated. And then you mix in the fact that it's in Lubbock. Give me Texas Tech. Miami at Louisville. This is an ACC game, obviously, uh, but but uh, but Louisville is, is the superior team. They were number one not long ago before getting uh, knocked off just like every other Number one pretty much has this year, um, but they're still better than Miami. Give me number 13, Louisville at home. 18, UVA at Boston College. As much as it would uh, make me feel good to see an upset here, I think UVA is going to drag this one down into the muck and the mud like they always do. Uh, It'll be 43-42 to or some nonsensical score like that where the two teams will combine to to score uh, what one team should score. Uh, but Boston College isn't good enough to hang with them. Give me number 18 UVA on the road. Virginia Tech at Cuse. 
You'll have to tune in to the 105.3 The Bear Tailgate Show to get this pick. Starting at 7.30 on our sister station, 7.30 p.m. on our sister station, 105.3 The Bear. I will be broadcasting live from the Blacksburg Mockadoos before sending it up to the uh, to the the way up north to the Dome where, where John Laser and Mike Burnup will have the call as Virginia Tech takes on Syracuse. I will give my pick at the end of that tailgate show. So if you want to hear the pick for Virginia Tech at Cuse, as well as pick to pop, score predictions, and much, much more, it'll be airing from the Blacksburg Mockadoos 7.30 to, to, uh, yep, 7:30 to, to an hour after that, 8.30 on, uh, on 105.3, the Bear, the flagship for Virginia Tech Athletics. No pick on that one coming here. Uh, in the NBA, there's a couple games tonight. Pistons at Cavs. Uh, the Cavs stink. Kevin Love is throwing a fit on the court seemingly every night. Give me the Pistons. Blazers at Raptors. I think this one is more interesting than many believe, but I still have to take the home team. Give me Toronto. Thunder at Nets. I think the Thunder are a a dumpster fire, if you will. Uh, the Nets are slightly less on fire uh, in the dumpster fire sense. So go ahead and give me the Nets. And they're at home. Uh, Timberwolves at Grizzlies. This one's all about the Timberwolves. Grizzlies are, are getting better, but still struggling. Kings at Suns. This one's all about the Suns. They've had a couple players this year kind of take turns. Uh, Kelly Oubre being one of them. Uh, Devin Booker being one of them. DeAndre Ayton being one of them that have really, really stepped up. And, and uh, I think someone steps up and they are able to handle the Kings tonight. And then Knicks at Lakers. The Lakers have LeBron. The Lakers have Anthony Davis. The Knicks, um, to put it lightly, do not. Uh, so the Knicks lose that one, even though they've been playing better and surprising me and actually cost me a couple wins. Um, so with that being said, that's just about going to do it for us here today. Do want to remind everyone of a few things. One, podcast is available just about everywhere podcasts can be found. Um, also, uh, that 105.3 The Bear Tailgate Show, 7.30 tonight. Also, follow us on social media, please. At Donnelly Sports, at Donnelly Show. Uh, if you're looking for, for Hokies content or, or sports observations, um, it's all right there. And we have a pretty good community going. So if you want to be a part of that, at Donnelly Sports, at Donnelly Show. On Facebook, it is The Tim Donnelly Show. And that's the best place to find our podcast. Yeah, they get delivered right to your news feed, basically right after each hour. Exactly. So so uh, if you're not an early riser, but you want to catch the 6 to 7 o'clock hour, if you're a Hokie fanatic and you want to catch the entire 7 to 8 o'clock hour, they're all available on podcasts, and you can find them all on uh, on our Facebook page, The Tim Donnelly Show. So thank you once again for starting your day with us here on 105.3. Excuse me. That's where our tailgate show is. I'm saying too many numbers here. Joining us on the WRAD Radio Network, 101.7, 103.5, and 1460. We'll see you again tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great day. <laughs>